Welcome to 9to5Mac Daily for Monday, January 29th, 2024. I'm your host, Chance Miller. Leading off today, Meta is reportedly banking on the launch of Apple Vision Pro to help boost its own VR headset business. According to the Wall Street Journal, which cites people familiar with Meta's thinking, Meta executives are hoping that Vision Pro will reinvigorate its $50 billion metaverse effort, which consumers have yet to widely embrace. Those executives, including Mark Zuckerberg, believe that Apple's entry into the headset category will validate their existing business and draw more customers. The story says that Meta employees see the Quest and its software ecosystem emerging as an alternative to Apple in the headset business, filling the role played by Google's Android system and smartphones. Additionally, even though Vision Pro hasn't actually launched yet, the product has already influenced Meta's thinking. The Wall Street Journal says that Meta is increasingly focusing on mixed reality, which allows users to see virtual images overlaid on their real-world surroundings. This is in contrast to Meta's previous focus on the metaverse, imagining people working and living completely in virtual reality. Apple is far more focused on mixed reality than virtual reality, and it's been critical of the word metaverse in the past. Whether or not Meta's strategy of hoping that Vision Pro helps its business more than it hurts it remains to be seen, but Vision Pro is slated to launch on February 2nd. Next up today, Bloomberg's Mark Gurman has a couple of details about what's coming from Apple for the rest of the year. First off, Gurman says that the new iPad Pro and M3 MacBook Air are already in production in Apple's supply chain and are currently on track for release at the end of March. The M3 MacBook Air is expected to be basically identical to the M2 MacBook Air, just with the faster processor inside. The new iPad Pro lineup is expected to feature the M3 processor and OLED screens, and the iPad Air lineup will be expanded to include a new 12.9-inch display size for the first time. Gurman also reiterates that Apple sees iOS 18 as being one of the biggest updates to the iPhone ever. Bloomberg has said that Apple thinks iOS 18 is its most ambitious and compelling update in years, and that sentiment hasn't changed. In addition to major new AI features, Gurman says that there's a lot more coming to the iPhone with iOS 18. And inside Apple, Gurman says that iOS 18 is viewed as one of the biggest iOS updates, if not the biggest, in the company's history. Apple is expected to integrate AI in a variety of different ways throughout iOS 18, including upgrades to Siri, Messages, Apple Music, and more. But Gurman makes it clear that Apple has a lot more planned for iOS 18 beyond this new selection of AI capabilities. Running out today, we talked last week about all of the changes coming to the App Store and the broader iPhone ecosystem in the European Union. But there's one piece of nuance that Apple is now clarifying. Some of these changes are coming to all of Apple's platforms, while others are coming to only the iPhone and not even the iPad. Apple explains that the European Union ruled that iOS is a gatekeeper platform as part of the Digital Markets Act, and this applies only to iOS on the iPhone. iPadOS on the iPad is a completely different platform in the eyes of Apple and the European Commission, and therefore is not covered by the Digital Markets Act. On the other hand, the Digital Markets Act designates the entirety of the App Store as a gatekeeper service. This includes the App Store across all of Apple's platforms, including iPhone, iPad, Mac, Apple Watch, and Apple TV. 
So with that in mind, Apple has bifurcated the changes based on the requirements of the DMA. Changes coming to the App Store are coming to all of Apple's platforms, while changes to the iPhone are coming only to the iPhone and not the iPad. So here's what this means in practice. The ability to install third-party app marketplaces and download apps from third-party app marketplaces is only going to be available on the iPhone. The new prompt in Safari that asks users to pick a default browser is coming only to the iPhone. Support for third-party browser engines is coming only to the iPhone. The ability to set default NFC and wallet applications is coming only to the iPhone. Changes to the App Store policy to allow alternative payments and lower commissions affect the App Store across all of Apple's platforms, and changes to the App Store guidelines to allow game streaming apps impact all of Apple's platforms. And remember that all of those changes, with the exception of game streaming changes, are also only valid in the European Union. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on threads at Chance H. Miller. And we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.